Back in the 70s, board games and improv theater had a baby, and it was called the role-playing game. These games allowed a generation of kids to live out their dreams of slaying dragons and saving kingdoms, all while sitting in their bedrooms and basements. Today, gaming has moved into the cultural mainstream, and role-playing games are back with a vengeance. Join us now as five of these former kids come out of the basement and onto the internet to experience adventure, mystery, and obscure pop culture references. It's time for Roll for Combat. Hey everyone, welcome to Rule for Combat. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker. And in this week's episode, you're going to learn all about a little movie called The Taking of Pelham 123. Now, we mentioned this in the episode. I'm not really spoiling anything because at this point, they're on a subway. And it's a subway within a spaceship, but it's a subway. And they really have to figure out how to utilize the subway within a spaceship. Now, if you've never seen or heard of this movie, which you probably haven't, because it's a movie from the 70s, I strongly recommend you, after you listen to the show, go rent it. It's the holidays, you got nothing better to do, not the remake. There's a remake with Denzel Washington, that's a piece of garbage. Get the original movie from the 70s. It's cool for a lot of reasons. One, it's a good movie. It's about a whole bunch of guys who hijack a subway car and hold it for ransom. And you're probably thinking to yourself, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of my entire life. How on earth can you hold a subway car underground in Manhattan for ransom? Can't they just sort of like show up and take it over? And you would think that, but you would be wrong. It's actually quite ingenious. Second of all, it's one of the most influential movies of modern day. There's a lot of directors such as Quentin Tarantino and other directors that stole blatantly from The Taking of Pelham 123. So it's one of those movies you watch and you're like, oh, that's where that came from. Third of all, it shows what Manhattan looks like in the 70s. And it is amazing. Now, this is the best part about the movie. It takes place mostly in two locations. It takes place on 14th Street and 23rd Street between Park and Madison. That's where it almost all takes place. Now, I used to live on 25th between Park and Madison. John, Chris, and Seth lived on 22nd and Park and Madison. And my office used to be on 17th. So that area I know really, 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 really well. I lived there forever. John, Chris, and Seth lived there. Bob lived right down the street from there. So that is pretty much, if you're watching the Taking of Pelham 123, where we all lived when we lived in Manhattan. Now, this takes place in the 70s, and we lived in Manhattan in the 90s and the 2000s. So it's a little different. But for someone like myself, it's incredible to see the exact place you used to live and how different it is. And for those of you just curious of what the, quote, dirty 70s looks like, that's what we call it, the dirty 70s. Man, Manhattan in the 70s is disgusting. It is gloriously disgusting. And that is what it looked like. I used to live there. It is glorious. You have to watch this movie. Anyhow, you're going to hear all about this movie, and you're thinking, what the hell does this have to do with Starfinder? Well, it has to do with Starfinder because 
That is their issue this week. They have to figure out what the heck they're going to be doing with the subway car inside the Black Wind Annihilator. They have to figure out what the heck they're going to be doing inside this thing. So they will be referring to this movie quite a bit. So if you watch this movie, you'll have a better appreciation for this week's episode. Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's show. After three rounds, Rusty finally is out of paralysis as the Baycock dies collapsing with his like his hands in like a claw and it just like like brushes up against Rusty's armor as he collapses and Rusty is okay. profusely bleeding from the meat damage he's done. And Rusty says, much the shock of all of you, Akira, you saved my life. Bob Marquis is playing the human envoy, Rusty Carter. Nothing you would have done for me. Chris Beamer is playing the tiefling technomancer, Akiro the Just. Oh man, I actually gave you, ah, toss me a bone for Christ's sake. <laughs> if it wasn't for Akiro, it would have been Aeon no, Tuttle or Cheddar I said, I said or it was nothing Rusty you wouldn't have or done Rosie or Mo. John Statz is playing the Vesk soldier, Mo Dupinski. Oh, oh, I heard it. I heard it. That's actually, you wouldn't have done that no, for me. No, oh, you wow. Have that done that that was me. a bad quote. No, that's right. Of course, I would have totally done that for you. Right. Yes. you now yes, now you need would've. to roll a bluff to actually make me believe yeah, it. Yeah, let me roll that. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, because that ain't true. We know that's not true. Oh, hold on. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, it's actually, it's a 45. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, and I want to see your sense motive, and you need to roll it twice and take the lower. You absolutely believe I would have risked my life to save you. Ah. We searched the body. Well, the fight's over, and we're not concerned about anyone else. That's fine. Okay, now before you start trying to search and everything, Mo is in the command center where he killed one of these guys, and he casually looks over to the 10 computer screens, and he notices a ship-wide alarm has gone off, alerting everyone to your presence. Just a little FYI. So do whatever you want to do. Wait, uh, Rust, Rusty what? is still paralyzed. No, I'm I'm no longer paralyzed. Uh, let's jump on this so, train. That 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 begs questions, though. That be, that begs questions. Seth Lipton is playing the Loshunta operative Hiroji. Because because my my memory was that our identities were like we were effectively invisible as far as the computers go. So. Like, what exactly was the alarm? Was the alarm that now that doesn't work anymore and they actually, they undid that. Oh, but live, live people could still set off the alarm. Jason McDonald is playing the Ahsoki mechanic, Tuttle Blacktail, and his drone, Cheddar. You know, no, no, but like, like I'm not saying that the alarm didn't go off. I'm saying uh, the computer systems don't know that we exist. So now, was that undone and now they know we exist? Or... Unidentified assailants, there's trouble in this location, but not necessarily specifically. Like, like there's no information that's specifically. Us. Gotta get in there and do some computer checks. You're completely right, and you could spend a little bit if you want to go. All I'm telling you is this: Mosi's like, there's actually. Mo, what languages do you speak? Eoxian, yes or no? Okay, so the problem is, is that Mo is, is actually to me? in the command center, and so the, yeah, I, I'm listening to you. Getting and getting is very scant. Okay, so um, 
you got to get your character, uh, and I say Tuttle. You have to get your characters into the command center. Right. I just moved my guy in there. You see, him? and I, I want to, I want to see what's going on in there. And that's mostly okay. something that looks like an alert. Is helpful. All right. So I'm in there now. What Tuttle do I think? Tuttle being in there is really helpful. Right. Tuttle and Hiroji all have high computers. <laughs> yeah. Do you not see me in there? I no, there I do now. I do now. Yeah. We do now. Okay. But you um, so helpful. You see a Tuttle's in here. Okay, so now we can figure out what's going on. <laughs> okay, I shoot. Mo. Let's back up. Mo <laughs> sees an alert. He tells everyone to run in. Some of the people run in. The ones who can speak Eoxian. Rusty is bleeding. That would be there. Tuttle yeah, is just. Tuttle is just. Uh, I mean, sorry. Uh, Cheddar is just sitting there like a slug. His only defense. And you see. What appears to be general shipwide alert. It looks like it's an intruder alert. Five humanoids disguised as undead. One robot, combat robot. Damn, can we, gotta can we cancel that alarm and delete that message, Doctor Tuttle? You can try. Well, shipwide does that does it necessarily pinpoint our current location? It tells where you are, and it does say you're currently attacking this location. Hiroji, what happened here? We had this covered. Uh, I know. <laughs> I know. It's, so general. I, so I... it's a general alert. Not. It doesn't. It just has very general information. Well, it specifically called us out. As it seems like we have two basic choices. We could use our one-time thing to try to redirect the alert elsewhere, or we could try to get the hell out of here. First, well, make a computer uh, check. No, no, to no, see no, if I like you're the I like it. the cancel idea. Like it's like everything's yeah, right, canceled. I'll try. I'll try to. We have a small reactor leak. Everything's okay now. Yeah. And how are you? <laughs> and how are you? I assist. Well, that isn't going to get it done. I assist. Uh, God damn it! I never wanted to say this. I assist Hiroji. You're so far away. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying that with my. You're in the other room. Right? I'm trying, I'm like, I'm, like I'm trying to uh, to pass it to pass the alarm off as a technical error caused by caused by problems because of the fighting this nearby. Or something. I'll assist you for that. As test. you are, Tuttle tried to command the computer and failed. Um, you see responses from tac teams that are rushing to investigate. Um, All right. So. so Oh, so, okay. So you guys assist. I would, I would like to change my tactics. So you have plus four. Else. You have plus four to your roll, whatever it is you do. All right. So what I would like to do then is get the train moving. So I, I would like to get the train operational so we can hop on the train and get out of Dodge. I like that plan a lot. Uh, why not make one computer's check, then an engineering check to move the train? One computer uh, check yeah, to get if, rid of the if, alarm if and I, then to the other. I don't know. Do you, can, can, I, can I do that? Because it sounds like the jig is up as far as the alarm plan, like canceling the alarm goes. That that, that sounds like that's... What's my, what's my professional opinion on that, GM? The, like, the, like is that, has that... Your professional failed? opinion is you should be able to easily get the train moving. Even if you cancel the alarm, it looks like there's still going to be tack teams investigating no matter what. So, yeah, so, so the jig yeah, is so up one way or the other. Right. Okay. Yeah. So let's so let's get out of here. And uh, so I'm going to attempt to uh, get the train moving, and I'm going to attempt to uh, disable the system's ability to know where the train is going to stop. If you see what I mean. So like so like when they go and investigate and look, they don't know that the train stopped in, like at checkpoint Charlie. Like well, also, if they scan the train, theoretically we won't be in the system, so we would they wouldn't see us. 
Right, exactly. Like, yeah, I want, I want, yeah, exactly. I want to, I want to hop on the train and just like have everything vanish from that point. Well, you can make a computer's check to just get the train unlocked and moving. That's easy. It's actually you have a plus four. Well, right, but what about the, what about the second part of making its destination? That's a separate check. That's traceable. a separate check. I, 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 I would like to use that plus four for that check. Can I do that? Yeah, but that's well, going to take. Get, you're going to get plus four both times. All right, good. I like it. So here I here I go rolling dice. At least. No, we yeah. won't. No, we won't. Yeah, you only get it on the first one you roll. But yeah, you only get it on the first okay, one. We're, we're happy I, to I get, the... you, you automatically get plus two from me. I have a plus nine computer. All right, well, I'm, I'm rolling. Check, so it's, that's fine. That, you always get plus two assist from me. And me. So this roll is plus four, so my computer's check would then be a plus 26. Am I right about that? Yeah, probably. Roll it. There you go. That's it. 43. Okay. Um, trying to do something as complex as trying to hide from the system. You have no time to do that. However, you can quickly switch the numbers on the cars so that the system will at least be confused and it'll buy you some time is that they will not know which car you took. I love it. I, I, I try to do that. Do I need to roll? No, you do that. You quickly okay, like, I did, I did that. You're like, uh, I can't hide it, but this is now car 83 instead of 24. Go, everybody, go. Okay, so we get on, so we get on the train. Let's make a late treat and get out of here. No one gets that joke. I got it. I Back exactly. to the future. Back to the future. Yeah, please. We well, you got to laugh. Hello. Oh, I'm sorry. My apologies. You know what? Uh, let's make Maybe a late treat and get the puck out of here. Right. There you go. <laughs> That's even better. Make like a baby and head out. Ha! Uh, are we going in oh, different wait, wait. cars? This, this, was, this, was, this was implied but maybe I should actually make it explicit. Uh, we're, I, we're, I'm directing this train to whatever our next stop is, like whatever the, whatever, the, whatever the appropriate next encounter point is. That's where I'm moving this train to. Well, we'll talk about that. Um, you actually have to drive the train. And oh, okay. It so, actually, so it's from the train I actually directed. Yeah, yeah. You guys, someone's okay. actually going to have to be in charge of the gravity train. So the Colossal Land Vehicle, it's called. And well, we, we, we need to be in the same car, first of all. I don't know why that's... It actually does need piloting. That is true. Rusty, why are you in car number three? I, I am a pilot. I have good piloting. While we're on the train, I'm going to take a 10-minute rest, of course. You haven't left yet. Okay. I will do nothing until someone says I can. You could at least do a stitch spider, I suppose. I would like to do a stitch spider, actually. John, move your character on the train. John, get on the train. I am the engineer. No, you are not at stay. the front of the train. You you are, uh, get stay. back here. Double look, that coal. Look. You need to shovel I the coal. I am the captain of this train. Get back here. I bet Hiroji's the best pilot now. Yeah, yeah. So so my piloting is plus 23. My computer's a plus 22. It's, it's like, it, se- it seems like... Piloting. Like Someone take the controls. Uh, don't be so sure. So I, do, I do that. Unless somebody's got a better piloting than 23. Tuttle is probably better at my computer and engineer. My piloting is 19. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Tuttle, then Tuttle, you do it if you're better. No, no, his piloting's probably not as good, but his computer and engineer are definitely better. Yeah, actually, yeah by the way, Tuttle's computer engineering is far better than all of us. Oh, okay. So why why don't you do? Okay, so you so you you be the engineer, and I'll be the I'll be the conductor, and I'll be the captain. Okay, and I'll be great. the passenger in first class. So we do that. Someone rolls a pilot check. Someone has to actually I'm doing roll it. a check. Bring me more champagne, please. Oh, that's a good thought. I need to get another glass of wine. I'll be right back. That's thirty-two. Okay. Let me read up on this 
page of a uh, if i need assistance could uh, could all that other stuff that i just said justify an, an, an assist no okay you're easily figure out the controls it's not that hard it's mostly automated it's really just sort of forward back left right just the controls are incredibly general this is not rocket science so you're able to easily get the train to move out of the station and you are now traveling through the corridors leaving whatever chaos ensues behind you so do we enter a leveling up montage perhaps so this is the thing you are now on the security train driving through tunnels that go through entire sections of this massive ship it is basically like the subways in manhattan only they can go up down left right they're like a wonka vader they can go everywhere so there is a direct path to the command center there appears in the map to only be one entrance and exit and one grab station for command which makes sense since it's you know highest level security what do you want to do you guys are all damaged it looks like there is a general alert and they are aware of your presence but you have no idea if they're going to be able to find you or not probably not with the wrath to engaged you're guessing so you probably are let's put it this way the chase is on but they don't know where you are so you you know you're still in pretty good shape akira uh how are your spell how are your huh? spells my spells are almost all gone okay yeah i think mo is in favor of a eight hour rest because we do have some time before the do, do, uh, do we have eight hours? doomsday clock. Yeah, we've been told. We were told when we kind of came on the ship. I thought we didn't. I thought we were told that we didn't have eight. No, we were told we maybe had about two or three days, so we could afford to oh, rest yeah, once or days, maybe so twice. Yeah. All right, good. So, do you guys remember the movie, uh, the Taking of Pelham One Two Three? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. Right. I was thinking exactly when you were. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, so we did. We did. The, we did a Taking of Pelham One Two Three for the people at home. Walter Matthau, and uh, oh my god, and it's the guy from Jaws. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Robert, 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 Robert Shaw. Shaw. Right, Shaw. so Robert Shaw, and he's got an engineer. And so, and so the trick is they rig the train to uh, uh, appear like it's still going, but it actually temporarily stops, they all get off, and then it's a dummy train that goes off. And so, uh, so I want to do that, where we want to figure out what is a good place to stop that's not too far away from the command center, but still some place that's a little out of the way where we can hide and uh, rest up. Yeah, that's and a great then idea. and then send and then send the train careening uh, elsewhere, maybe even better, crashing and uh, like into a big wreckage that'll take them a long time to discover and, and determine what actually occurred to that train, uh, and thereby cover our tracks to cover us getting a nice tidy eight hours rest before we then proceed to the command center. Also, on our way, we're going to kill one person per minute until the, the this actual space station pays us $1 million. Yes. $1 million! Or uh, maybe it's maybe you're talking about the remake of, of, of 10 years ago, but maybe not. They did remake that movie. No one is talking about the remake with Denzel Washington. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No one's talking about that. Only you know about that, Chris, by the way. Denzel Washington's immediate family isn't talking about that. I, oh, I saw it really? in the theater. Oh, my so God. I, really? I really regret it. It was really awful. Did. It was so bad. Tony Scott's last film, and he was never a very good director. Got, rest in peace. And the taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3 is where... 
Quentin Tarantino gets his Mr. Pink, Mr. Purple, oh, yeah, yeah. all that. That he actually. Oh my God! Said, yeah, that's right. That's where he got it from. He stole it from Pelham One Two Three. Anyhow, he still so, yeah. So so I see I see like like maybe a couple checks. Like one check is uh, an access the the information check to find like what's the good location to hide out. Like you know like what's not too far away from the command center that we can reasonably still uh, on foot go and engage it when we're ready. So, so I think like one thing is finding out that piece of information. The other thing is piloting to that piece of information if I need to. I don't think I have to worry about that. But then rigging the uh, rigging the train to do like in the climax of taking Pelham one two three, where it just it just speeds up and goes off in a direction, and they think everybody's still on it, but we're actually we're long gone. Yeah, we put a, a, a toolbox on the gas pedal on the dead man switch. Right, 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 and and then and hopefully just have it have it crash into something spectacularly at the end. So they they so they think like maybe we lost control and got killed, and and that'll get the heat off of us. Did we have at some point? Didn't we pick up like timers to use with grenades? We do have detonators. Yes, we do have that. Could we set one of those up after we send the train away to like draw, to you know just create an explosion and draw people over wherever that is? That sounds like fun. Probably. It's yeah, up to you. Hiroji probably has detonators on his character. I think he had them at one point. Yeah, no, he had, I have grenades. I don't think he doesn't have. have he doesn't have detonators. Yeah, those are. Cool. I thought we got a detonator somewhere in our travels, but I could be wrong. I kind of remember. No, we did. We did get detonators. Um, uh, I don't know if you've used them. It was or a not. while I mean, back. I mean, do you see it on any of your character sheets? Oh, you know what? Actually, it might not be a bad idea to uh, do exactly that and send it. To the uh, the docking bay for the command module. Check your character sheet. That might not be a bad idea. It and does so little damage. Place up a bit. Yeah, but just, just like just a just a rough them up a little bit and sell the story that like we tried to make a run at the command center but died in the attempt and uh, give them a false sense of security while at the Actually, same time kind of kind of softening up their defenses a little bit and roughing them. The up. only thing I'm concerned. Quite a lot to be said for faking our own deaths. Um, is there any way I can use disguise plus bluff to actually like make an accidental accident? By which I mean an artificial accident, of course. Uh, we're invisible to the security cameras. Uh, can we jump off and do the Pelham thing? Like, Steve, have you ruled on that? Thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so what do we do? I'm just, what I'm waiting. I'm just hearing what everyone's talking. I'm just well, waiting. that's the plan. That's the plan. We want to know if that's even possible. If this thing travels like 99 well, yeah. miles an hour, then it's probably not possible. But Also, I mean, this is not like a 1975 subway. It's actually uh, you know, high tech, and maybe it doesn't crash at all. Maybe it's just yeah. it's magnetic, and it's, it's just stops. Closed. Oh, well, that, that's it, what the checks are for. That's what, yeah. that's, what the, that's what the computer and engineering yeah, ex- and all those exactly. checks are for. And, and my bluff and my disguise of can I actually fake a disaster? The train goes 130 miles per hour. Wow. That's fast. So you probably can't jump off. I can just say that you look at the checks... It seems like there are very high alert um, and have put up blockages near the command center. The closest you can get without fighting your way through is about three miles. And one of the major corridors where you would go is actually fighting a major fire because it looks like the ship is taking damage. There actually is small reports of damage in some of the tracks out. Ooh. As it, you are in combat, believe it or not, and the, the the ship is taking damage. There is actually a very large fire towards 
the central command center. So it looks like you can't get that close. Definitely not within walking distance. Your best bet would be to probably stop the train at a... Um, there are, of course, service stations and service corridors. You could probably stop it at a service station and then send it on its way and then try to hijack another train. And while you're hiding, you can you know, also, if you want, use the other program. Was it Crypt? Grave Crypt or whatever that was called? It was called um, Tomb Robber, which will send people anywhere you want. You don't have to do that. But you think you should hopefully be safe if you try to like find a service corridor and hide out there for the time being. But you're so that not sounds great. To, so you're not so, going to be able to get like walking distance. So, so, so something like this. So, so if I too much heat. So let me let heat. me reiterate the information that we have now and see if we're all in agreement, all on the same page. Uh, go to the rest stop. Go to the service station. Get off. Hot hot wire the train to keep going and and make a big wreck and make a lot of make a lot of noise. Uh, we rest for eight hours. Get up after eight hours. Hijack another train, uh, and then and make a determination as to whether at that point to use the uh, to use the decoy system to draw off some of the defenses before we make a final assault on the uh, on the command post. That sounds about right. Yeah, yeah we, that sounds about right. We probably don't need to hijack do another rest, plane to get there, but uh... but a steel whatever whatever adjective yeah. you want. Get get in, get another means of transport. Press the button and call a transport to our right, right, station. right. Whatever. Uh huh. That hot wire one. Whatever. What are we gonna do? That. So what's what's the checks I gotta make, or what's the checks we have to make? I'll say you don't even have to, just because you have enough time. Like you're traveling through the subways, and you're basically just continuously moving through. You're able to pilot and stay away from other trains, and. Although you see furious activity, obviously someone's like looking for you. Um, they don't know where you are, and the cameras appear to be working, so they can't. For all they see is empty train. Uh, the so, old, so yeah, they're so basically we, we, it's working so far. So we do that. So we do that. So we do that. Mm -hmm. So we do that. Yeah, I can just say you do that just to save time and effort. So okay, so you find a hideaway. You travel for a while. You find a service station. You're able to pull the train in to the service station, no problem. And after driving for a little while, you're able to kind of see some of the patterns. The good news and the bad news is some of these trains do have scheduled stops and do have patterns. But a lot of these trains are obviously being piloted and have no set patterns. So you do have to kind of be a little careful when you're going closer towards sensitive areas like engineering or gunnery or, oh, I don't know, the command center. But you are smart enough to sort of go into auxiliary areas where you're able to hide in plain sight. So you're able to find this service station, which I showed you right there. That's uh, looking good. All right, so I, I hotwire the train and get out. Uh, sorry to be a pain, but while we were in transit, I did want to use the spider. Oh, what a pain. No, you can do that. That's fine. Right. How many? What do I roll? 48 plus four. Plus four to save. That's second. Mo uses a stamina point to rest. 21. That's pretty good. And is it a 10 minute, is it a 10 minute train where I can rest as well? Yeah. Yeah. You okay. guys can rest. Great. Okay. Okay. Uh, fine. I'll do my fortune save. 
because you know I have great I've had great success with that so far. You lived. You made the important. Great. great. All right. Fine. fine. All right. I'm healed. I'm good. Enough. You're healed enough. Everyone else, you don't really have to. Everyone will heal up. As we know, all this fighting has made you stronger, faster, more powerful, blah, blah, blah. We'll cut to the chase. Since there's a lot going to be happening, you rest up. You set the train off on a wild goose chase, having it randomly just running all over the station. Maybe crashing into something, maybe not. Who knows? We'll find out later. You manage to lock down, stay quiet. Looks like no one's going in this. You can block off the entrance. It's actually a very small area, 25 by 25. Looks like it's one of the similar command centers you were in before, but this one's kind of been either abandoned or just not used very often. There's even, like, dust on the floor. This is, like, the perfect place for you to hide out while you level up. And with that... Rusty, since I saved your life, could you prepare me a cup of hot tea? Hop to it, man. Irritatingly, I actually did mean that he was surprisingly actually impressed by the fact you saved his life. The problem is, at the moment, we have no access to hot tea. Oh, shoot. Uh, you can piss in a cup. Oh, <laughs> hey! Oh. So what I'm trying to say is, basically, you blew your one boon, and that's it. Oh, no, there's going to be more. You rest. So once... No, look, you... actually, uh, I'm not kidding. You, you actually got something out of Rusty there, but... You're okay. blowing it on the team. Okay. While, while you guys are all having fun with each other, you um you actually wake up after resting. Good news is you're all level 12. The bad news Yay. is you see a general alert saying they're beginning the final assault on the super weapon. Oh, no. You're up. You guys want to ah. talk about what's new with your level 12? Yes. Sure. Uh, I, I got... Uh, uh, the quick disguise ability, because uh, yeah, because I think uh, Bob, you had a good idea with like that uh, coming in handy with like trying to bluff our way, and that might come in handy. So I can I can quick disguise to back up whatever try to like scheme, like if if you want to try and bluff your way past something, I can, I can back excellent. up. Excellent, that's great. Oh, actually, for our previous problems with that, I still have the badge of the security uh, commander. The bluff from here on in is she gave me her badge to prove that she actually is backing up my orders. Sure. Sorry, go ahead. And that's pretty much all I got. Everything else is just like pluses to hits and a little bit better skill and stuff that I'm already good at. Yeah, the new addition to Mo is he got the lunge ability, which lets him extend his melee attack by five feet, uh, adding minus two penalty to armor class. So... Uh, he could potentially go with his pike to a 15-foot uh, range, which is cool. Nice. Well, Tuttle's, again, another kind of boring level. Uh, 12 seems to be kind of boring. Uh, Tuttle managed to rig himself an energy shield um, that does that can take basically looks like about 20 hit points of damage because it's his level plus his intelligence modifier. So it looks like about 20 put like 18 or 19 points of damage. So, you know, it could take one extra hit. Uh, and of course, also, he's now got so, so many languages that I think he has to actually start inventing his own language just so he has <laughs> a new language to learn. I could learn it with Pigeon and we, get, we could have actually, a little conversation. Maybe you could actually like program Cheddar to have his own unique language and talk to him. Moisture evaporators. He actually has 19 languages, Tuttle. Which is ridiculous. That is crazy. 
in here a lab, we're like running out of languages to give them. So we just start inventing new ones. Who's next? Okay, right. so oh, you want to go? Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Okay, so Akiro the Just has got uh, Akiro the Just has got a new fourth level spell. Should I divulge that or should I keep it a secret? Until you I should it? share it with your teammates so we know what to expect from you. Okay, so I have something called Wall of Fire now. Wall there of Fire go. is a wall of fire that does damage. The best thing about the Wall of Fire is that it does double damage to undead. So that could come in handy. Okay. Wait, wait. Are you saying you can make a burning ring of fire? I literally can make a burning ring of fire. I can make either oh a my wall God. or a ring. <laughs> That's You're going to have to sing the song, though. You're going to have to sing. Yeah, if oh, go, every single time. I want to make go down, 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 do the flames ring get up higher? The ring of fire. Um, yes. Also, <laughs> um, I have something called a cash capacitor, which allows me to cast a spell and make it last for 24 hours. Um, I had been using an, un an Unseen Servant, but the Unseen Servant really hasn't come into play. But now that I'm higher level, I can put it on something else. So I can use Spider Climb. So I have, like, permanent Spider Climb on me. Wow. Which is quite nice. We'll Wait, call that so... the Johnny Cash Capacitor. Sorry, sorry. Hold on. The, the real fire was interesting. So the Spider Climb, though, is so you can more effectively run away. Of course. Um, I okay. That. Yeah, yeah, got it. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Exactly. That was a foolish question. Please go on. And that is more or less it. That's that's pretty much it. No no feats or anything. That's that's it. Okay, uh, I'm willing to go next, and that's fine. Um, my new ability as an envoy is that I have improved hurry. Now, as my teammates know, I've always had the ability hurry, in which I could sacrifice one of my own move actions to give one of them a move action. I've you never seen that happen, ability. but okay. Well, when I say that, yeah. they know that they've always no one has that ever possible, seen that. Although I've actually never actually done it. But he still, thought about it. He, he thought about it. He's I, I have certainly thought about it quite a lot. But let me explain what the improved hurry now means. Now I could give you a move action anytime I want. But also, if I wish to, I can sacrifice a standard action with a resolve point and give one of you a new standard action, which would give you a whole new attack. Really? Now I'm not going to be doing any of that. Don't go. Don't worry about it. But still, I want you to know that the possibility exists, and that's what's important. <laughs> Why would you take that talent? Why, why would you take that? I, That's I, I, terrible. I, I'm sorry. What's your question? Would you take that if you're not going to use it? I oh, mean, I mean, well, I mean, I'm, I, theoretically, I might use it. So, so wait. So, is that is that a mental? Is that a pure mental ability? No, no, no. It's it's actually it's like an active ability as an envoy. I improve the entire team as a whole due to yeah, my but what, so, but, but it sounds like the type of action that you do in order to be able to grant those actions. That sounds like a pure mental ability. Well, and what I'm getting at, and what I'm getting at, when I'm paralyzed, you ever get paralyzed again? I can still do that, and that is exactly what I'm saying. But I actually thought I could give that move action last time, but Steve had an issue with that. But still, that's all point. When you're paralyzed, what what is it called? Improved hurry. It's an improved hurry. Is that now I can grant somebody a move action just with my own move action instead of a standard, or with a resolve point, I can grant them a standard action by sacrificing a standard action on my own. You can. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't hear the word heal anywhere in those things. Uh, I can heal you, by which I mean give you a standard action by sacrificing a standard action of my own and a resolve. Mm. Can you do both? Can you effectively give somebody a move and a standard? I don't think so, Steve. Actually, can I use my hurry ability and my improved hurry ability? 
Interesting. Boy, that's such a good question. I mean, ideal situation is Rusty just being out of combat entirely. No, because you it's it says right here, at 12th level, you can use hurry as a standard action and spend one resolve point to grant the standard action instead of a move right. action. So that's a standard for a standard. Now, can I use a move action to also, for my previous ability of hurry, to grant somebody a hurry action? Or to grant somebody a move action? Like, what kind of action is that ability? Is it a standard action? Is it a full action? What, what kind of action is it? Yeah, what is hurry? Let's see, it's, it's a very good question, actually. I hadn't thought of it that way, because it is actually two envoy uh, improvisations, hurry and approved hurry. So, theoretically, it might be two abilities. Now, I want to be very clear. None hurry of this can is only affect one character at a time. You can't give it to the same one twice. All right. So I no, it says it right there. It actually says... And a standard to somebody else? It, I think you could actually do that if you sacrifice your whole turn. Yes, you could give one to one. Cool. You can't. It actually says you can't give only one person per round. Yeah, I know. Can sac can can get the benefits of hurry. Well, See, well, that's, I, that's right. That actually is exactly why I'm why I'm really right. asking about this because uh, a move in a standard is a trick attack. So that's two trick attacks in one yes. round. Nope, it is wrong. Uh, a is, trick and is, a standard. Sorry, a move nope, and a standard. No, nope. a, a trick, trick attack, attack is a attack. full attack, and that's not the same as a move in standard. It's actually a different. I see. I see. It's, I, see. It's, it's, it, they actually I think it actually would be very relaxing if I just stand in the background, giving you all actions, and we win. Yeah, kind of. Well, I mean, unless I'm not in the mood. I mean, let's be honest. I've had this ability to give you all move actions, and really, I thought about it. None of you so far have been really worth it. So. It is interesting though, like 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 there's some desperate, there's some horrible boss or some horrible thing that has a horrible attack. It's very low in hit points. You know, you're not in a position to do a lot of damage, but somebody else, if they had another action, could do a lot of damage. I can see it coming into play. In yeah, okay. Climactic situation. Yeah, or one of the yeah one of these spread out fights where he's nowhere near the actual battle. And, and I'm more joking. interesting if you and I'm making a lot of jokes. That. The realistic uh, reason is I took hurry to get this improved hurry ability, which is like, hey Mo, make another attack. You are a highest damage dealer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or honestly, if I give, for instance, Hiroji another standard action attack in the exact same round as his previous one, I think he still gets the benefit of the trick attack bonus. No, the trick attack After is the same all, thing. Uh, no, no, the trick attack no. was a move action which made him flat-footed. No, it's not. Standard action. No, 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 no. Trick attack is a full... Trick attack, he can't do more than once. It's a, it's a one-time okay. thing. And it's part of a full action. It's you, You're not giving someone a no full round. You're giving them a move and a standard. Full round is everything. Move, standard, quick, everything. It's a totally... It's its own thing. See, I was going with the concept of the move action is making... The actual like trick attack and the standard action is the attack. No. Therefore, no, it's actually that. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. No problem. But still, just, I can just, give. Just I can give plan on using attack. it on me. Actually, that's what. I, that's oh, what that's I, never going to happen. Don't worry about that. So I can cast double mirror mirror image. No, no, that'll never happen. Or, or double wall of fire. Yeah. Well, if you sing the song "Ring of Fire," maybe. Uh, okay, when we get to that point, I will. No, but it's. It, it, I took hurry and never ended up using it because it never came up. But to get improved hurry at this point, so that I can grant a standard, which is significantly. I think more. Impressive I think you could do both. I don't think it replaces it. I mean, is it on your sheet twice? No, it's not. It is two you know, envoy improvisations: hurry and improved hurry. Yes. But, right. I'm saying, is it on your sheet twice? Does it say hurry and improved hurry on your character? Yes, actually. Not looking. Then it's two. Then you have both. So. 
Yes, but Doesn't no, my point sense. is the reason I actually took the ability of hurry was to get the improved hurry now at 12th level, where now I can right. bring a standard action to somebody. Right, right, right. Which is a right, huge right. thing. I'm sorry, granting Mo an extra entire attack is a huge thing for our party. It will be. It will be. Got to start uh, increasing the quality of these enemies for you guys. Okay, anyhow. No, no, don't every- bother with that. It's fine. Yeah, I will. Um, is everyone ready? Sure. So the final we're all rested up and stuff, right? We here for yes, Tuttle. Yes. Yeah, yeah I had the energy shield and shield and shatter's kind of boring on on this level. It was so exciting that you forgot he even went. That's that's how exciting his level. <laughs> so is there is there a terminal? Can we hack the web and see if we can find out uh, what our tactical situ or strategic situation is now that we've rested a while and things have happened? Oh no, <laughs> not in this area. There's definitely not. So dungeon crawl. No, oh, you yes. have to figure out how are you going to get a, a train. So that's one of the things you might want to try to figure out first. Engineering, yeah. computers. And that's like a dungeon crawl, right? Like the, like we, we have to, we, we go down a road, you know, we go, we go and look for a train. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That you can do. That you can do. Uh, Jason. Yeah. Can you actually use the onboard communications of this train to hack and find out all train lines that may take us to our final destination? We need, we need a new train. Like the, I know. Can you hack yeah, to find yeah. out where the next train is to make sure we get the right one? All right. I guess I'll try to do a computer's check to see if I can access the transportation system and figure I, out what's I going assess. on. Okay. Enough that you are able to hack it enough. Good news is you're in a depot, and there appears to be a decommissioned train nearby that you should be able to uh, get on board and utilize. And as for being able to figure out how to get there, yeah, you have general... All the trains have general track information on them, enough for you to figure out, like, where to go and how to go somewhere. For example, in the heat of battle, if a track is closed, they'll tell you so you don't, you know, go off in the space or go into an area that's currently being attacked or on fire and so forth, so... Hmm. So when we, then the question is, when do we want to set off our diversion? And do we need to? Like um, that's, that's what I think. Like we should figure. I'd out love to state that until literally before the final battle. In the theory of like, okay, there's a final boss who has a bunch of ads, uh, minions around him, and we set that off. The minions run away to deal with that, and we can fight the boss. That sounds good. Oh, okay, works for me. I may be wrong and misusing it, but that's my theory for hold it off to the end. In case that happens, yeah. So if I understand this correctly, we're at, we're X number of stages away from the final boss in the final room, and so we want to take the train to whatever the next stage that gets us closer to the end zone, right? That's what we're doing now. Yeah, you're about three miles away from the bridge. Until you get on the train, you can't find out what the current status of the train system is and the uh, controls to getting to the final command. All right, so next step is sneak onto the train. So let's do that. So you're able to go down the corridors. This area is dark. Off in the distance, even though you're in the vacuum of space, you can hear vibrations and know that there's chaos all around you as the ship is obviously in a fierce battle of some sort. And you're able to find the decommissioned train, which is uh, looks like it just took a little bit of damage from some mishandled cargo of some sort and just never got around to repairing it. And it looks like it still will run. It is on maglevs. It is levitating. 
and there's nothing to prevent her from running, so it seems totally fine. So, I'll, so I will proceed to the pilot piloting station. I mean, maybe uh, Tuttle, maybe check to see if that if any of that damage is going to cause a problem. How's that sound? You can pilot either side, east or west, whichever one. You I'll want. do a quick engineering check to make sure it's seaworthy or track worthy or whatever. Wow, forty six. Yeah, the train's fine. Again, this would have been probably uh, it might be a little bit off balance. Which is why you wouldn't want this for the cargo or anything like that. But it seems to be because it might like tip over and explode. But other than that, for general passengers of all of what is it two for six of you, it's fine. You know, if you had forty-eight passengers and cargo, this thing might have some problems. So, what's a good next stop? Uh, like I try, I tried to make that determination using computers and piloting and whatever skills are necessary. Okay. Good news is you're able to find a direct route to the command center. The bad news is you were able to find a direct route to the command center. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> they obviously, while you were resting, have taken some precautions and have seen or taken more precautions of someone trying to do maybe what you were doing since they did know you took a train and are probably somewhere around and know there's limited access to it. So there you go. So can we, is it possible for us to, through our various skills, uh, to determine if there's a backdoor? Like we like we stop a half mile away from there, go proceed on foot to some less guarded a avenue of access. Can we, can we there... make a determination from our access yes, to computers? Yes, that will not be possible. So what do you say, guys? You want to try to do the so trick let's, with the, with yeah, take the, the train and, and just go? Uh, take the train to the plane. I just take the train and get off shooting. And what about the decoy plan? Do you want to do you want to pull the pin on that and try to try to decrease the the encounter at the the strong point? We we can't do that. I think Steve said that we don't have the ability to get off the train and send it as a far. Okay, what can't we do it through the through the can we do it through the access on the train itself? Or, you, or however it is that we're going to do it. The tomb robber where you where the right. tomb robber system. You can do the tomb robber system. Uh, actually, let me look it up. I think tomb robber. We just need to know how automated this train is. Oh, the the train. It has auto control. So if you tell it to go a place, it'll just go there. Um, you can pilot it and like try to make it go other specific places, but. You can. It's it's like you say. Okay, command center. It'll just go. So, so if we can, so if we can use the, the the tomb robber, it's called. So if we can use that tomb robber, kind of, kind of, kind of at our choice, then we can set it off uh, as we're inbound in an at an appropriate yes. timing to allow us to decrease yes. the encounter that we're going to face. That so, is correct. You can. So, do that. so you want to do that? Let's do that. You want to do that? Uh, like and then, and then boom, yeah, boom, boom. I mean, go, I go, go, go. I like. I mean, I understand the idea of kind of waiting until we're outside the room, but if we never even get that close, the big issue is even if you stop, say half a mile away, the amount of people you would have to go through and face, and the amount of time they'd have to, you know, reconnoiter and bring forces to you. I'm not trying to railroad you. You will not make it. <laughs> going 120 <laughs> miles per hour, Steve. You're not trying to railroad us. We're literally on a railroad. 
Yeah, I know. I'm not trying to railroad you. I'm trying to electric train you. <laughs> oh, but but I like but but no, but I like it. I like it. I like it. It's like so. So, so like, so like, like a reasonable distance from the, from, from that big boss encounter, from, from the entrance to the command center, we, we pop, we pop the, we pop the, the, the gizmo, we pop the, we pop the decoy. Definitely. That'd and, be, and, yeah. Like, and then, then that decreases the encounter and then we go in guns blazing on whoever's left. I say, we, yes. I say we go and do that. Yes, yeah. right. There was actually ways yeah. you could have gotten in, but they have, first of all, the fire that was out of control has actually been under control. But they've taken security measures to have only one way in, one way out, which makes sense because they know what happened. They can't seem to find you. So they're trying to either flush you out or you run away. Either way, it's a win-win. They're not idiots. I mean, they're not going to be total morons here. But you're able to at least you're, – you're one step ahead. Like, you know what's the – you know there's going to be a fight. And you know they're, like, ready for you. But you know – now that they know. All right, let's just kill something. So, let's go. Okay, put yourselves where you want to be on the... Okay, put yourselves on the train, wherever you want to be. You got a big old train all to yourselves. Lois on the train. He's he's ready. He's by the door ready to jump out. Kiro is in between the trains trying to ride the car. I am in the captain's chair in the front car. All right. He's taking... You know, Mo's by himself. Okay, cool. Okay. Mo, get up here. Get up to the front car. Come on. Oh, this is actually quite interesting. All right, so this is this may be outside the scope, but of course I got to think about it. You could you said you could pile this from either side, right? Like, can That's we correct. pilot it from the back and uh, rig the front to decouple and then speed no. into the uh, speed into the station, no. causing a big no. wreck while our our second half goes. No, it doesn't decouple. No, it doesn't. I know, I know. It's actually no. It's all one unit. It's one big train. It's not, um, it is, but it's all one together. It's not like uh, traditional train cars where they decouple. These are like the path trains, those little baby ones. It's more I like bet that. the rock could do it. I bet if this was a rock, <laughs> you probably so, could. So good. Sounds good. Let's go. What, how, let's say, ready? I'm ready to roll initiative. Okay. I smear baby oil all over myself to look like the rock, and now I'm ready. Okay. Here we go. You press the button. Are you pressing it to go towards the command center? Please. Okay, you press the button and the train speeds off. It's you can see the track, and as you're getting closer and closer, as you're changing sections, and at, at perfect timing, we do the uh, decoy. Wait, wait, you're stop talking, Seth. Let me, let me, let me tell you this cool shit happening. As you're going through, you see various strange zones as you're passing through the ship. For example, one area there was like massive amount of fog. As you went through an area that there was obviously a fire, and this was like the fire retardant, and you zip through the fog area. Another area you zip through, you see electrical sparks flying everywhere. Obviously, signs of battle damage from the da from the battle going outside the ship. You go through another area where suddenly the gravity feels different, and you all are like pinned to your seats as it's like double gravity. Obviously, zipping through these areas, these effects only last a few seconds, but you can tell that the ship has definitely taken some damage, which is impressive considering the size of the ship. As you get closer and closer, about a mile outside, suddenly alerts go off and you know the jig is up as once again, intruder alert only at even a higher level than before is appearing everywhere throughout the ship. Obviously, you triggered some sort of warning or something that you are unsure of exactly, but 
They are aware of your presence. Whether they can find or see you, you're unknown. What do you do? We ride Let's the train. Keep going. Decoy. decoy. We do the decoy. Give me a computer's check on right. whoever wants to signify the decoy. I, I who's, got, who's, who's got the best computers? I got uh, 22. Generally, Antal. that's me. Antal okay, you should far. do it. Tuttle, hit the decoy. Auto assist. Auto assist. assist. Low assist. Sorry, I don't. Oh, there we go. 43. 45. Tuttle, 47. Tuttle, no, Tuttle pushes you guys off. It's like, stop. Stop with the assisting. You're insulting him at this point. He doesn't want your help. He can do it himself. And sure enough, he does. <laughs> what do you do, Tuttle? What, what exactly are you trying to... You can do almost anything you want. Really, the point of this is to set off a, a security alert somewhere else. So give me a general idea what you're trying to do. What would be a plausible system that's fairly far from the command? Like engineering engine room, weapon control, something like that that's fairly far from the command deck. It is, except for one problem. They do know where it was tripped because you obviously set the train off. And you're, you're getting near there. So I will say you can try that. But if you're going to try to set off something like five miles away from where it was just tripped, it probably won't work. All right, maybe not five miles away, but what's... Um, sorry, where's the map of the, uh, the actual map? I'm actually pulling it up, too. Yeah, the officer in command VIP quarters all the way at the top. Oh, command and controls is level three. Um, level six is actually main engine, and that's pretty close to where you are now. I'd say you're like near the science and necromic labs. <laughs> so you're kind of near there in the primary sensor decks. So you're getting kind of close, but you can probably set it off over there. You can actually see the major corridors. That's like 13 on the map. Yeah, if we're going for the command deck, let's pretend we're going for engineering. Because that'll mean draw them off somewhere. Okay. Okay. So you set off a false alarm, setting off alerts saying that there's a train careening full speed at the main engine, which is probably enough to at least get security forces off your tail, as they probably don't want a train going 130 miles per hour right into the main engine. And according to the scale of this, the main engine is two miles long. So there you go. Of course, if it really did happen, that would be a hell of an explosion. Hey! And now we wait. What do you wish to do? You've set that off. You think it's worked? We, char we charge in an attack, right? Yeah, well, I mean, that. We charge in an if, attack. If a computer check was unable to actually prevent us from having to get into a physical encounter, then we get into the physical encounter. Okay, I will say. You avoid any security trains. You sure enough see one or two trains zip by you, but they don't actually attack you directly, well, or indirectly for that matter. And with some haste, you manage to pull up as far as you can go, which is... Dun-dun-dun! It's another one of those bays, just like the one you're in. Hold on a second. I like Mo's hat. Yeah, the Fordora really pulls the whole ensemble together. <laughs> yeah, while all this is going on, Mo's plan is he's waiting for the doors to open. That's basically his plan. Are you ready? I'm so ready. I don't think you are. Okay, here we go. Uh, laser Yay! rifle ready, by the way. You pull into a very similar looking way station. 
looks exactly like the one you had that big fight in oh like eight hours ago what a coincidence because they're all kind of the same you know that this is the only way to get into the command center you also know that those doors to the south are probably the only ones that you can use to get into the main corridor as it pulls in you notice something right away okay it's completely empty yes it's completely empty Except for... Do they have a cave troll? They have a cave troll. <laughs> no. They have four cave trolls. Ah! Oh, what the heck? Those monsters are too big. Hey everyone, Steve here. So I forgot to say Happy New Year to everybody. I forgot to do that in the intro, but Happy New Year. It's the first show of 2020. Unbelievable. We actually started this in 2017, which means we are really slow. That's what that means. That means we are really, really slow because I know there's some other podcasts out there that started Dead Sons and finished it a long time ago. I don't know if we're too slow or I like to keep my episodes to about 45 minutes to an hour each. I could have probably started making these episodes closer to two hours, and we would have done it obviously half the time. But I like to keep these episodes within an hour. That seems like a very popular amount. It seems to be what people like. So that is one reason this is um, taking so long. But it is wrapping up. In real life, we actually only have maybe a few more sessions, and then we're done. We're done with Dead Sons. We're very, very close to finishing it up. Again, if there's anything you want to see at the end of the show, you got to let me know now. So one thing I want to note, they were supposed to have a fight during this session where they were going to be on one train and the bad guys were on the other train. Now, it would have been a very cool battle. It would have been very neat. However, in the end, I know they would have won. They're definitely OP. It would have been, you know, something that took a while. And you know what? You got to reward your players. And Seth came up with a really good plan he spent a lot of time and a lot of effort to try to divert the bad guys from finding them so you know what i made a decision on the fly like yeah it works you don't get that encounter you actually skip that encounter not because i thought they would win and because it would be an easy encounter because they use their skills they use their special abilities they use their resources to avoid combat so i'm going to reward them with that now the weird part is they might not ever know that they actually avoided an entire encounter i might tell them like afterwards and say hey by the way you were supposed to have this really cool encounter but by doing what you did you skipped it but you know i know and uh i will reward them and tell them in other ways but I make sure that if they're going to be doing something to avoid an encounter, I am not shy about taking out fights or adding fights into a game. I've also been on the other side with Seth, of course, because he is very meticulous when he plays, where he will go through all this stuff to try to avoid combat, try to not get seen, and then all of a sudden, ta-da, the monsters show up, and he will cry foul till the dogs come home you think chris complains you ain't seen nothing till you hear seth complains so i make sure i'm always fair and you know what he's right he's right in the sense that if i'm a pc and i'm gonna go through a lot of trouble to try to avoid getting detected by the guards or the train or whoever in whatever game you're at they should be they should get away with it just because it writes in the rules that they're supposed to be a fight or they're supposed to be detected don't just do it 
Like, let the PCs play out their characters and use their abilities. You know, the worst thing is a thief has all these ranks in stealth? Who can't stealth? It makes them feel terrible. That is not cool. You know, like, the healer gets to heal, the fighter gets to kill things, the wizard gets to cast really good spells. The thief should be able to avoid detection, detect traps, and, you know, use their thieving abilities. And unfortunately, it's very hard for them to sometimes use those abilities, especially when it's at the expense of the other players, because meanwhile, you got the other players lunking around in, like, suits of armor announcing them, but the poor thief went ahead, like, 50 to 100 feet on their own to be very quiet and stealth ahead and scout. Well, you know what? Reward them for that. And in this case, it's the same thing. I'm rewarding him and the party for successfully avoiding an encounter. But with that, let's get to this week's show notes. So everyone, don't forget, new podcast every single Tuesday and Friday. Do subscribe on iTunes, Android, Spotify. What others are there out there? You got to let me know. There's got to be other things out there. I myself just use iTunes. I've, I've tried some of the other ones. I'm on my iPhone. That's how I listen to them. And I just don't know what else there is out there. I just seem to keep going back to iTunes because it's like the best one, at least for my iPhone. I'm sure there's a million for Android. Do remember to check out Jason's Talking Combat column every Monday, and of course, Talking Plague Stone every Thursday. Do join our Discord if you want to play Starfinder, or check out Pathfinder, or any other game. Just go to discord.rollforcombat.com. Do check us out on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Check out our Reddit channel. It's 2020. I'm going to be redoing Patreon. You will see. We're going to be doing some new things. I'm going to be starting some new podcasts this year. I'm going to announce them very soon. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for a couple things to coordinate. But before you know it, we're going to be starting brand new podcasts. They're going to be really cool. They're going to be things you've never seen before. Trust me, it's going to be really unique. I just got to get all my ducks in a row before I announce them. But you're going to want to be part of it. And the Patreon is going to be part of the new podcast. And then finally, I have an interview with some of the Starfinder team. So look for that in the next coming weeks. We're going to be talking about all that's been going on in Starfinder, what to expect in the next couple of months, what to expect at Gen Con, what to expect at PaizoCon. There's a lot of exciting things going on. Also, the new Shimra mystery unfolds, and I contributed two monsters to that adventure. That's the one by Jason Keeley, The Threefold Conspiracy. I got it early, and do not read this thing if you are playing holy moly this looks incredible this is a crazy crazy adventure path i love it they finally broke the mold they don't do it a lot they kind of try but they never really do there's a lot of risk in breaking the mold because it can go bad it can go really bad if they don't do it right a few times they do break the mold in good ways you get something like kingmaker or you get something like Book 2 and Carrion Crown, like those, they really just went nuts. And they really went against the norm, and I love those. You know, you often see them kind of breaking the molds in um, society games, which is why people love society games so much. Because you can make a lot of risk in a society game, because worst comes to worst, you just play a different one. If it doesn't do well, it's, you know, one adventure out of a billion, so who cares? But... You know, adventure paths, they got to be very careful with them because they dedicate a lot of time and resources. So I'm really impressed that they're going all out on a full-blown mystery adventure path and emphasis on the mystery, I'll tell you. But with that, I will see and talk to you next week. Happy New Year, everyone. 
You've been listening to Roll for Combat, a Starfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at rollforcombat.com or drop us a line at contact at rollforcombat.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Discord, and other social media platforms. listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember that putting a portable hole inside a handy haversack voids the warranty on both. <laughs>